At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another edition of Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook here at the Rivers Casino in Des Plaines, Illinois, on the SMD Sports Betting Network. And tonight, plenty of action coming your way. We've got some hockey, basketball, and baseball, and some basketball already underway with the Pacers and the Hornets. We'll get more into the NBA slate for the one game tonight with the play-in with Alex Barutha, NBA assistant editor over at Rotowire. Ten minutes he'll be hopping on with us, and then we'll get Jeff Parles, host of Beeson's Bet Center, to talk a little bit of playoff hockey action and some baseball games this evening. In between, I got a play that I like in prop shelf that we're going to discuss with a head-to-head matchup for the Wizards and the Celtics game. And we'll kind of just take a deeper dive into those exact series prices that we teased a little bit yesterday. We'll be sure to hit on that a little bit more so. But speaking of basketball, let's get you updated on this first play-in game that's already underway. A great first quarter from the Indiana Pacers. Just unbelievable. I mean, they're shooting 50% beyond the arc, 7 of 14 in that first quarter. Doug McDermott just going absolutely off. And the Hornets really, I mean, a pretty subpar first quarter, obviously defensively, but more importantly, offensively didn't make the most of their opportunities per se. I mean, look, I mean, they were 45%, but there's still a lot of turnovers on their side of the ball. Um, 
24 to 40, Pacers have the lead. The current live lines we're seeing at Bet Rivers have the Pacers lane eight and a half. You're laying minus 150 if that's the direction you're going. If you think the Hornets can keep it with an eight, plus 118 is the live number, plus 480 on the money line if you think they can come back and win it outright. Minus 715 for the Pacers to win it outright on the money line. And the total we're seeing at about 230 and a half, shaded to the over, minus 136. Uh, actually now up to minus 150, and the under is plus 118. Look, I mean, you got to imagine the Hornets are going to come back and make this thing close. The Pacers still one of the most unreliable teams, in my opinion, that we saw this season. But they are a little bit more experienced, and that's why people like them in this certain matchup. Now, you know, on the show, we're sweating out the Pacers to miss the postseason at plus 260. So even if they do win this game, they're going to have to win another to get in to the actual playoffs. But, you know, great start for them right now. Again, as they're leading the Hornets, uh, now 42-24, to 24, still 8.5-point favorites. All right, we won't spend too much time on the in-game aspect of this, but let's kind of look a little bit further down the road. Uh, before we get into a play that I do have tonight, I did just want to update some of the futures odds that we're seeing before these matchups kind of get solidified, so maybe you could still take advantage of these betting opportunities. And we'll start in the Eastern Conference because that's where we do have a bet further down the road with a team to come out of the East, being the Philadelphia 76ers. We took them at about plus 440 maybe a month ago as of this, uh, as of this point, and, and now we're seeing them all the way down to 3-1. to one. They're still knotted up the same with the Bucks, who are also at 3-1 to one to come out of the East. Plus 120 is where we see the Nets as a short shot. Miami Heat still at about 12-1 to one is where we're seeing them. Celtics, Hawks, Knicks at 40-1. to one. Wizards 134-1. to one. And the aforementioned Indiana Pacers at 250-1. to one. I guess the question here is, do you still see some value with Philadelphia? You know, I mean... Personally speaking, at plus 440, I'm not going to double down on it by any means. And 3-1, to one, not necessarily the best type of value I would want as of this point. You have to consider, though, you know, which team do you think they're going to be matched up with in the first round? And then looking after that, I mean, you know, you're getting the, uh, the Miami Heat potentially with another matchup down the road, but they're not going to get past the Bucks, is what we're presuming. And then the Knicks and the Hawks out of that matchup, who's it going to be squared up against? Regardless, the Sixers kind of have a favorable setup as opposed to some of the other squads. And again, I, I always reiterate this, but in my opinion, Philadelphia is the deepest team, the best defensively, and have enough tools offensively to carry them through this postseason. So I personally aren't going to touch it at 3-1. to one. It's a little bit too short for me. Still sweating out that plus 440. But if you were inclined to make a bet out of the East, I'm definitely going the Sixers over anyone else at this point. But, you know, this is like the first time we've seen the Nets for a little bit of plus money at about plus 120 because they're at about minus 110, minus 112 for quite some time. But, hey, now that they're not the one seed, plus 120 is where you're seeing a little bit of value relatively compared to what we saw before with the Brooklyn Nets. Again, the Bucks have slowly been moving down as well. They're mostly plus 350, plus 325 probably for about the last month or two, and now they're down to three to one as well. But again, the only value I would see if I were going to play it out of the Easter Conference, the Philadelphia 76ers, who are setting up nicely in that number one seed for the NBA postseason. Again, the show is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook with some play-in game action already underway in the NBA. NBA assistant editor over at Rotowire, Alex Rutha, will be hopping on to get his thoughts 
on the in-game, see if there's any betting opportunities he likes. The other game tonight with the Celtics and the Wizards. Furthermore, some of these series prices and the Western Conference playing games. And then later on in the show, Jeff Parles, host of Beeson's Bet Center. We'll talk a little bit of playoff hockey and some Major League Baseball tonight. So plenty to get to on the show. And let's start with a game that I do have a play in, and this is going to be a head-to-head -head player prop that caught my attention. I had a lot of leans today, but nothing that I had enough conviction to make an official play on. And then I kind of remembered, hey, let me let me look into these player props that we've been loving to do this whole season. And I, I didn't like necessarily any of the props itself, per se, but I did like this head-to-head -head matchup with Roy Hachimura and Marcus Smart. Now, who's going to score more points between the two? Smart is the favorite, minus 120. Hachibora, you're going to hit about minus 107. So looking at each player's stats, I mean, Marcus Smart, he's averaging about 13 per game this season. You know he missed a large chunk of the season because of injuries. But even shorter sample size, the last five games, he's only averaging 8.8 .8 points per contest. Now, he played the Wizards once. He dropped 13 points in that game, but he went 2 of 10 from the floor 0-5 from beyond the arc, but 9-11 from the free throw line, which is just a complete aberration considering he's only getting to the charity stripe about three times per game this season. Now, Smart, on average, about 52% of his shots come from three, and he's making 33% of them. Now, the Wizards' defense, albeit not the best, where they do defend relatively well, is from beyond the arc. They allow opponents to shoot just 37%, which is 17, so a little bit below average, but they're allowing them to only attempt just about 33.5% of their shots from beyond the arc, which is fifth best. And you saw he went 0-5 in the first matchup against the Wizards. He's not a perennial scorer. He's going to be focused primarily defensively, trying to limit Russell Westbrook, uh, Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal in this type of scenario. So don't expect a lot of offense out of Marcus Smart. Take the better price with Hachimura here at minus 107 because here's a guy who's averaging 14 points per game this season, 15 points per game the last five games, and he dropped 17 points the first go-around against the Celtics, 15 the next. The most recent, he only had two, but he also only took five shots. But 17 and 15 in those prior games. Plus, it's a favorable matchup in the sense that about 50% of his shots come from mid-range. He's making over 40% of them. The Celtics are allowing opponents to get 33% of their shots up from mid-range, which is 26 worst in the association, and allowing them to make 43% of them, which is 22nd worst. So mid-range is the weakest part of the Celtics' defense, best part of Hachimura's offense. So I played Rui Hachimura, minus 107 to score more points, and Marcus Smart tonight in that matchup between Boston and Washington. Let's get a little bit deeper into this game with the straight-up spread money line in total with our main man Alex Perutha over at Rotowire. He's the assistant NBA editor, and you can follow him on Twitter at NBA underscore Rutha. Alex, it's been a little bit since we've had Yon, so we're excited to talk about some of this postseason action. Let's get right into it with the game that I was just teasing with the Celtics and the Wizards. Looks like a lot of the public likes Washington naturally, naturally because you've seen the kind of spark they provided this, this latter half of the year, but... Boston's getting a love on the market, now up to two and a half. The total at 233. What are your thoughts on the second playing game this evening? I can understand why people are on the Wizards. I mean, they're kind of having opposite uh, trajectories at the end of the year, right? Washington winning a ton of games, Boston losing Jalen Brown and just kind of uh, sputtering to the finish here. I think this is a game, you know, I, I, I'm kind of looking at the, the total here, the 232 and a half. Both these teams can obviously score, but I think, you know, during the regular season, a lot of these teams are playing exhausted. 
They were playing tired. There was a lot of back-to-backs. I think that leads to bad defense. And I think with both of these teams being able to lock into each other, I'm expecting you know tougher shots to be forced. I'm expecting better defense. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if the under hits in this game for that reason. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people are liking the total in this game and the exact angle you were aiming toward going with the under. It opened at about 234 and a half. Now we see it at 233. And such kind of the, this game that in this environment, it's virtually obviously a postseason type environment. Defense could be coming a little bit more plenty. So the under getting some attention, I would certainly agree with you in that respect. Now, in this game currently going on right now, there's not that much defense being played by the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, the Pacers up 19 points right now. The live line we're seeing 13 and a half. We won't spend too much time on it, but I just got to ask, do you think that the Hornets will make a comeback here and, and kind of cut it to single digits, or do you really like what you're seeing from Indiana thus far and would keep riding them? I mean, I like what I see from Indiana. I mean, they're the more experienced team just from a playoff perspective. Brogdon's been in a lot of playoff games, uh, for example. I think I think the inexperience of of the Hornets is kind of coming out right now, <clears throat> and so I, they could make a comeback, right? They got three point shooters. Rozier can out be out there firing. Devonte Graham uh, shoots a ton of threes. Lamelo Ball even shoots a lot of threes. But um, at this point, kind of from what we've seen, just from an energy perspective, Indiana's come out playing hard. They're playing with confidence. I don't really expect that to to waver at any point right now. Yeah, it would seem a little bit tough for the Pacers to blow this huge lead, but we've seen crazier things happen in the NBA. Uh, Alex, let's look ahead to tomorrow's slate with the Western Conference playing game. 6.30 p.m. Central time tip-off. You got the Grizzlies and the Spurs. Memphis laying four at home. This total, 222.5. I'm finding a hard time to really search for a reason to want to back the Spurs here. I mean, four isn't ideal per se, but... Memphis has been a really exciting team, and the Spurs have been dealing with injuries and a really tough schedule to the second half of their season. How do you think this one goes down in Memphis? I'm with you. I like I like the Grizzlies here. Um, they played the Warriors pretty well. I mean, the, the Grizzlies were awful from beyond the arc, um, but obviously they were still in that game till the very end. You know, Dylan Brooks fouled out against the Warriors. Um, that kind of allowed Curry to go off, but the Grizzlies were there, so... I think this line to me makes sense. I would lean Grizzlies uh, if I had to. And this is another game, too, where I like the under, partially because both of these teams make their bread and butter in the same ways. They're both kind of old-school teams. They're good on defense, they don't commit a lot of turnovers, and they don't shoot a lot of threes. So I think this will be kind of a grinded-out game. You're not going to get a lot of live ball, fast-break stuff. I don't think anyone's going to you know, catch fire from beyond the arc. So 222, it's not an especially high total. Uh, in today's day and age, but I could see this game playing out as like 101 to 105 or something like that. Okay, now let's take a look at this Lakers and Warriors matchup because look, it opened six and a half, immediately got bet toward Golden State. They were down to four and a half. A little bit of love back to Los Angeles, now a five point favorite. They're also minus 210 on the money line, plus 170 on the buyback for Golden State. 220 again, relatively lower total to what we're accustomed to seeing in the NBA. I mean, it's hard not to think that Steph can't go off for just one game and keep it close. But now that the Lakers are healthy, maybe a tough team to bet against. Yeah, I mean, that's what you mentioned is the main argument for the Warriors, right? It's one game. Steph can get hot. I don't think for me, that's not a good enough reason to bet the Warriors, right? I, I just don't think they can score in enough other ways. You know, they again, they kind of eked out that win against the Grizzlies who are not that good of a team. And now they're going up against the Lakers, who have the second-best defense 
in the NBA. And, you know, we saw the Grizzlies, we saw Jonas Valanciunas have a monster game against uh, Golden State on the glass. He was beating them up inside. Now replace Jonas Valanciunas with Anthony Davis. Okay, that is an insane jump up in skill level. And then again, you're basically flipping John Morant, who's the Grizzlies' best player, to LeBron James. I, I am perfectly fine with the minus five for the Lakers here. I would take that. Again, I know it's one game. You know, maybe if you want to bet the Warriors, you can find uh, a single game parlay that's, you know, Curry 40 plus points and the Warriors win. Because I think that's the only way Golden State pulls this one out. I don't imagine a scenario that Curry has 24, 25 points and the Warriors win. So I think if you want to take Warriors, you are also assuming Curry is going to have a big game. 100%. You know, my producer and I were kind of talking about this the other night. Like, it's almost not saying that we're going to do it, but it's almost an automatic over to whatever his player points prop is going to be because he has to go off in either this game or the next, depending on what happens, because that's really the only way you're expecting the Warriors to stay close or win their matchup. And with that being said, Alex, I mean, look, with the Warriors, if I'm kind of on the same side with you. I mean, I lean toward the Lakers, and if it ends up being the Warriors and the Grizzlies, I think this could low-key be a really exciting matchup. Again, we just saw them play the other night. How would you bet that one potentially? Do you think the Warriors get another dub? Because this Grizzlies team is pretty deep, and in this environment, look, I mean, anything can happen. Yeah, I think they could. I mean, they did a really good job on on Curry for the beginning portion of the game, essentially before Dylan Brooks got uh, fouled out. And again, Grizzlies, they are a grinding out team. They are, they don't commit a lot of turnovers. They play good defense. Um, you know, the, the three-point shooting for them is an issue. But, and John Morant especially was, he kind of had a bad game. He just like wasn't in the flow. He couldn't get a rhythm. I think now that he's seen Golden State's defense and he knows what they're going to do against him, I think they have a good chance of, if these two teams meet again, it, it would not shock me if, Grizzlies were able to pull this one out, um, especially since I it's tough for me to imagine they allow Steph to do that to them again late. Again, it's always possible, but um, yeah, the Grizzlies could definitely win that game if they got another shot at it. All right, Alex, let's look a little bit further with some series matchups that are already set to go. And in the East, the Knicks and the Hawks, the four and the five seed keep going back and forth on this one personally. And everybody I talk to seems to have differing opinions. Virtually about a pick em in this series price between the Knicks and the Hawks. You get the best defense in the league against an offense that could really be deep since they're going to be, you know, healthier than we've really seen them all year. Do you have any strong conviction on this one? You, you mentioned it. This is a defense versus offense series. Uh, the, the, the Knicks have obviously been an incredible team on that side of the ball. Thibodeau is a huge uh, part of that. But... I lean Atlanta. It's not a strong lean, um, but I think their firepower may just overwhelm the, the the Knicks in a in a full series. You know they're gonna have to deal with Trey Young and the Clint Capella connection. Um, if that's not working, they have Bogdanovich as a secondary ball handler. Danilo Gallinari can go for 20 points on, on any given night. Lou Williams has playoff experience. I mean, this team runs like eight or nine players deep with really talented NBA players. And again, the Knicks play good defense, but their top-end talent isn't as much. There are some scenarios where game plan uh, trumps pure talent. We see that uh, a decent amount in the NBA. But in this case, I don't feel like it's uh, the game plan for the Knicks is so great that it's going to completely dismantle uh, the, the talent that the Hawks has. So I, I do lean towards the Hawks, even though they have their, their core piece, uh, Trey Young, is very little playoff experience. 
Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you, too. I mean, the Knicks have been so fun to watch, and I always side with more of the defensive-minded team. And, you know, being in Chicago, a big Thibodeau fan, and same with Derrick Rose and the rest of the Bulls' pieces. But for some reason, I mean, this Hawks team just seems a little bit better fit for the postseason if the familiarity isn't going to be too big of a factor because they've missed so many of these injured guys. So that'll be a great series to get into. And then also another one out on the West Coast, though, uh, the Nuggets and the Trailblazers, Denver a slight favorite in this series price, but it's coming down a little bit, minus 117 to minus 107. The Nuggets laying the minus 117. Do you think Denver is kind of a little bit undervalued here, or do you like Portland, who's caught their second win toward the latter half of this season? I'm not surprised Portland's kind of catching up or, or people have been on Portland. You know, Denver has the presumptive MVP and Nikola Jokic. He's probably got that locked up. But they are missing, you know, their second best player in Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. is great, right? He can go for 25, 30 points any given night. We've seen that this season. We saw it even last season in the playoffs, and they picked up Aaron Gordon, which is great. But this is still a very shallow team that does not have a lot of top-end talent other than Nikola Jokic, right? They're going to be playing a lot of Composo at point guard. We might see Zeke Naji, Paul Millsap. I don't know how many minutes he can play anymore. And on the other side, you have Portland, who, again, they've struggled all year. They were dealing with a lot of injuries. And even when they've been healthy recently, it hasn't fit perfectly. However, Lillard and McCollum have a ton of playoff experience. Getting Norman Powell as their uh, small forward is great. He's got another guy that can go for 20. Robert Covington's great on defense. Nurkic was huge in the bubble last year, even if he hasn't been that good this year. Um, I wouldn't be, I understand this would be an upset for Portland. But just from, you know, the amount of talent or how deep these teams are, I do think Portland has more guys to go to a, a, on a game-to-game -game basis. And I am a little worried they are going to lock in on Jokic so much that it's going to, you know, it might slow the, uh, the Nuggets down. Jokic is obviously a great passer. He can pass out of double teams. But I, I kind of like Portland in this one. I'm not sure I'd be ready to bet them, but there's definitely a reason to. All right, and then before we let you go here, Alex, what about the Bucks and the Heat here? I think if there's a team that, you know, could maybe have some value, it would be Miami at about plus 235 or so. Do I think it's going to happen? More likely, uh, more than likely, no. But at the same time, I mean, this Bucks team, I'm not that high on. How do you think this series goes down? Because Miami does have the experience from last year. This one's close to my heart as a Bucks fan. Um, I've been dragging this question on every time I've asked, uh, been asked it. <laughs> Uh, it makes me nervous as a Bucs fan. Uh, and I think you should be a little bit nervous if you are betting on the Bucs here, uh, given what we saw last year. I will say the Drew Holiday upgrade from Eric Bledsoe cannot be overstated how big of an upgrade that is. That is huge. Bledsoe was arguably unplayable at points during the playoffs. They leaned on George Hill a lot. Getting Drew Holiday in there as another person who can guard Jimmy Butler is huge. Or someone who can guard Tyler Hero when he's hot, that is huge for the Bucs. And we know the Heat have not been playing as well this year, uh, you know, compared to what we saw in the bubble. It still makes you nervous because they did such a good job against Giannis. And now Giannis, I mean, we saw what Giannis did against the Nets uh, about, a, I think that was about two weeks ago, where he was hitting mid-range jumpers. He was scoring 40 points right. a game. They didn't, the, the Nets had no answers. Uh, but yeah, I, I would still lean on the Bucks here, but you have to be, you still have to be nervous about it given what we saw last year. Going to be a fun one. This whole playoffs is going to be great to look forward to. And Alex, we appreciate you taking some time tonight. Go enjoy the rest of the games this evening, my friend. You too. Thanks for having me.
Alex Barutha, NBA assistant editor at Rotowire. Great job covering the association, but we're going to switch it up next. Talk about the baseball slate and the early games. Stick around. We'll hit it next on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. the most out of all odds with bet rivers daily hometown discounts on boost on your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook plus to make your experience even more rewarding bet rivers offers the most live streams of major sports instant payouts and only one time playthrough offer valid in illinois only must be 21 or older gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 
not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Get a hold of the daily hometown discount. Check it out, betrivers.com. Back at it here on Rush Hour on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Danny Burke, your host, doing it live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook up in Des Plaines, Illinois. We already got some playing action underway. However, not the most exciting because it is a domination from the Indiana Pacers over the Hornets. But let's kind of look into the baseball slate this evening. We'll touch on it a little bit more when Jeff Parles joins the show in 20 minutes or so. Uh, let's start here with the Northsiders, the Chicago Cubs, as they look to get another win against the Washington Nationals. We got a dub with the Cubs on the money line last night with John Lester on the mound. So he's kind of an easy decision to fade John Lester. We love him here in Chicago, but still uh, putting some money in our pockets, so we love him even more so. But uh, what about tonight? What can we expect out of the Cubs? Well, they're sending out Zach Davies, who has been quite the train wreck thus far in his tenure, short tenure as a Chicago Cub. He's 2-2 two two with a 5.60 ERA and a 5.73 XFIP, a 1.78 whip. Now, look, uh, April was awful for him. He has gotten a little bit better thus far in the month of May. Still hard to rely on Zach Davies. The southpaw, Patrick Corbin, will be taking the bump for the Nationals. He's 2-3 with a 6.19 ERA, 4.56 XFIP, and a 1.38 whip. Uh, Cubs, again, we discussed yesterday, they do fairly well against lefties this year. Eighth best in the big leagues with a 760 OPS. Nationals with a 695 OPS versus righties. That's right in the middle of the pack, 15th in the big leagues. Uh, the Nationals on the road, though, have a pretty solid OPS. It's fifth best, 732. Corbin's first start since the birth of his son. I know uh, we joked about it, I think, with Matt Humans, but uh, Wes Reynolds loves that angle. After someone has the birth of their son, look to back him. But look, I, I got no strong opinions on this one because the Nationals sort of seem like the right side and fading Zach Davies. The over 8.5 would maybe be my play again. Check on those wins. Last I saw they were blowing out, not immensely, but always got to figure that in or factor that in uh, when you're betting the Cubs game at Wrigley Field. The line has moved a little bit in favor of Washington, but it's been bouncing back and forth. So this one's going to be a stay away, but probably would fade Davies and look over, if anything, with the Cubs and the Nationals. Let's talk White Sox and Twins next. Boy, have the White Sox been making some headways in the Twitter sphere and just news in general today. Tony LaRussa, old man yells at Cloud. What a surprise yelling at his own player, Mercedes, for swinging on a 3-0 count against the position uh, pitching player. Look, I, I don't even want to get into this because it's just utterly ridiculous. I mean, the way he said it about his own player is just absurd, considering you already had the weariness feeling about hiring him in the first place. Then the rumblings got reported. And now you're saying this in that kind of tone about your own player. Tim Anderson even put out on Instagram, you know, do your own thing, Mercedes, which he said he was going to do. How do the White Sox respond? Well, they're sending out arguably one of their top pitchers in Lance Lynn, who's minus 148. Got the White Sox on the money line right now at Bet Rivers. Uh, the Twins plus 128, total at eight and a half. Now Pineda was going to be bumped or going to be pitching for the Twins. He was scratched. Now Bailey Over stands at about 6'9-260, making his debut against the White Sox. So that's why you say uh, see big movement for Chicago up to minus 148. Look to me, I mean, it's always kind of tough with a new pitcher in the mix and how the White Sox are going to respond with Tony LaRusso's comments. It'd be the White Sox or nothing for me, but again, because of the new pitcher angle and it's a righty, which the White Sox have been great against uh, as of late. They have the second-best OPS versus righties in the last two weeks. However, you know that consistently the lefties are more favorable. Still be the White Sox or nothing for me. Tough to lay minus 148 against a new pitcher, but I do like Chicago in this spot against the Twins. 
And then finally, let's really quick talk about the Cardinals and the Pirates. St. Louis, uh, they get bumped down to about minus 122. They were minus 145 at the opener. So Pittsburgh's been getting some of the love because they got JT Brubaker on the mound. He's been really solid for them. Uh, the last matchup against St. Louis, so for Brubaker, allowed seven hits on three earned runs. Gant did pretty well his last matchup. Same game against the Pirates. Five innings pitched, three hits, and one earned run. The Pirates now just plus 105 from the opener we saw at about plus 135. So the Pirates getting a little bit of love on the market. Could be a spot where you see more value with St. Louis. However, their offense have been slumping as of late. They just got swept by the Padres. Would maybe look at a first five angle with Pittsburgh here. But again, this one, no real strong thoughts on them. But we might have some stronger ones later when Jeff Parles joins us with the later slate in Major League Baseball. Before we hit that and some hockey postseason action, we got some NBA Xacta series prices. We'll dive into those next right here on VEASAN Sports Betting Network. show or anything on the decent schedule today don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast catch replays of all our shows including follow the money a numbers game my guys in the desert and the lombardi line with decent best bets download beating the book with gail alexander or the market insights podcast with josh applebaum plus we've got hardwood handicappers decent senior nba analyst john devon tobel long shots gone racing and the round flatter racing pod they're all free and all available now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. So check it out, vsin.com slash podcast. Plenty of content dished out daily on vsin, the sports betting network. One of the shows right here is Rush Hour as we're live out of the Bat River Sportsbook. Danny Burke, your host, and you can follow me on Twitter at Danny Burke 5 Jeff Parle still to come to talk some postseason hockey and the Major League Baseball slate. Let's squeeze in some NBA chatter beforehand. We already talked with Alex Barutha about the later game tonight. Also had a play with the Celtics and the Wizards. Hachimura to score more points than Marcus Smart. But looking a little bit deeper into the NBA playoffs, let's take a look at those NBA exact series prices. Let's start out in the West with the fourth and fifth seed, the Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Dallas Mavericks. Now, uh, the series price overall has the Clippers as a $4 favorite. The Mavericks catching $3.00. But how about the exact games and what those prices are? The short shot, the Clippers to win in five games, four to one. Uh, excuse me, I mean to win four to one, not the price is four to one. The price is plus 225. But for the Clippers to have four win, the Mavericks just to have one. So the Clippers winning in five, the price is at plus 225 as the lowest odds. The Clippers to win in six, we get at about four to one odds, along with the Clippers to win in seven. Then for the Clippers to sweep, you get it at about 5-1. to one. So the best odds there if you want to bet the Clippers but not lay the $4. You think the Mavericks have a chance at winning this series. If you think they do it in six games, it's 8-1. to one. Seven games, 9-1. to one. Five games, 25-1. to one. And if the Mavericks, you think, can sweep the Los Angeles Clippers, you're getting 50-1 to one odds. 
Now, I'm not surprised that plus 225 for the Clippers to win in five is the short shot because that makes the most sense, certainly, in most series when a team is certainly the bigger favorite. You assume that the other side is able to squeak out at least one game. And if I was going to bet this, though, I think the only opportunity really would be for the Clippers to sweep because of the value you're getting at five to one. With it just going five games at plus 225, honestly, I'd rather just bet it on a game to game basis. It's too short for me to want to. Just trust Dallas in that sense to squeak out a win. Maybe just bet Dallas outright in one of those games and hope for a better chance there. But again, I mean, this Clippers team, I personally think, is the deepest and best squad in the Western Conference. So it's not going to shock me if they do end up sweeping this Mavericks team that, look, I mean, it all really falls on to how Luka does on a game-to-game -game basis. And if Kawhi can shut him down enough, why can't the, Clip uh, the Clippers sweep the Mavericks? So it's not necessarily a play that I'm making right now. But out of those ones for the Clippers and Mavericks, the best value and maybe the most realistic opportunity coinciding with each other would be the Clippers to sweep at 5-1 to one for the odds. Let's take a look on the East now with the Bucks and the Heat because, again, uh, this is a series that I think you could see some value with the dog, maybe not in the series, but on a game-to-game -game basis. Heat plus 235 for the series, Bucks minus 315. However, if you think the Bucks can win this one in five games, it's plus 275. The Bucks to win in seven plus 350. Bucks to win in six at four to one, and the Bucks to sweep you get at plus 650. Now the Heat on the other other side. If you think they can upset Milwaukee, uh, for them to win in six, it's seven to one odds. To win in seven plus 750, that could be an interesting one. A uh, Heat to win in five, 16 to one, and Miami to sweep is 40 to one odds. So I say the Heat to win in seven at plus 750 is interesting because I really wouldn't be surprised if Miami takes them to seven games. And with the value there, you could certainly hedge if it even got to that point. That's something you also have to factor in and kind of use to your advantage when you're looking at these exact series prices. I do think the Bucs end up winning this series, but I don't think it's going to be easy. If I'm betting anything with Milwaukee, it's going to be the Bucs to win in six or seven. Uh, four to three plus 350, not too shabby, honestly. But realistically, I would probably more so favor the Bucs to win in six at four to one. I think that's probably your best bet with Milwaukee here because again while I do think the Heat they are a deep enough team it can match up against the Bucks fairly well offensively they've had some concerns so the realistic opportunity here I think would be the Bucks to win in six at four to one against the Miami Heat all right let's go back to the Western Conference though kind of talking myself more into the Trailblazers here they're minus 107 for the overall series price the Nuggets minus 117 However, if you think the Denver Nuggets win in seven, it is four to one odds. If you think the Blazers win in six, it's four to one. Blazers to win in seven plus 450. The Nuggets to win in six at five to one. The Nuggets to win in five at plus 550. Blazers to win in five games, eight to one. Nuggets to sweep 14 to one. And the Blazers to sweep 16 to one. In my opinion, when you're seeing a game like this, or a series like this, rather, I probably wouldn't dabble with the series, with the exact series prices as much. I would just do the outright series. I mean, I'd rather lay a little bit more than just hope it falls to this game in a series that could virtually virtually be deemed as a pick 'em. Uh, if I had to really narrow it down, it, it would just be, you know, one of these to win in seven, probably. And I know you get more value with those to win at six, like the Nuggets to win in six. The realistically Blazers to win 4-3 at plus 450 would maybe be the only one that I did because I do lean a tad bit more to Portland. So that would probably be the only bet if I'm doing the exact price. But again, when you're getting this kind of pick em type of play, I would just overall do the outright winner in this series a little bit more so. But again, I like how the Trailblazers are picking it up 
like Alex said, they really have this postseason experience. And not that the Nuggets don't per se, but a guy like Michael Porter Jr., who's your number two right now, he not so much as Jamal Murray would. Uh, the Knicks and the Hawks then finally wrapping it up. Another series that's virtually a pick em. The Knicks to win it 4-3, to three, so the Knicks to win it in seven games is the short shot, plus 450. Hawks to win it in six, plus 470. Hawks to win it in seven, also plus 470. Then at 5-1, to one, you get the Knicks to win it in five and six. Hawks to win it in five is 6-1 to one odds. Knicks to sweep 12-1. to one. Hawks to sweep 14-1. to one. This one, I just don't think I'm really going to touch for the series. I, because, again, I, I love this Knicks team. They've done it so well on the show here. I mean, if Tom Thibodeau especially can win Coach of the Year, we're assuming that Julius Randle is going to win Most Improved Player with our 20-1 to one odds. Shout-out to Jacob Roach-Rooster for giving us that play. But, uh, look, with the Hawks here, I would maybe look at them to win in six at plus 470 if I was going to narrow anything down. But, again, I mean, I think the Knicks – Defense is great enough that this could easily go to seven games, hence why you're kind of seeing it as a short shot at plus 450. But this one's really tough, man. So I, I probably think this is the one I have least confidence in out of all the other series, but still fun to look in those exact series prices. Just wanted to kind of dish out those numbers, give you other betting opportunities and angles to maybe make good profit with some value. A number of games played in this series is actually another angle that you can delve into as well. We'll probably touch on that in tomorrow's show. So Excited to kind of expand on that a little bit more so. But we're going to switch it up next here on the show as we wrap it up. Jeff Parles will be talking hockey and baseball. Some bets in Stanley Cup and the Diamond coming your way. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only, must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self exclusion program. Get a hold of the daily hometown discount. Check it out, betrivers.com. Wrapping up another edition of Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, live out of the Bed River Sportsbook up in Des Plaines, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. And not reporting in the West Coast, kind of near us right here in St. Louis, actually, is our main man, Jeff Parles. At Jeff Parles on Twitter and host of VEASAN's Bet Center. And, Jeff, we got some NHL action to look forward to. I know you, you know, didn't necessarily get into it as much in the regular season, but the postseason is a completely different beast. And let's start with a game where the puck is going to drop in about 15 minutes, the Panthers and the Lightning. Now Tampa Bay opened up about minus 130. Now it's almost a pick em. Total we're seeing at six, and Tampa Bay squeaked out the first game five to four. How do you think the Panthers bounce back in game two? Well, Danny, game one was as fun of a watch as you're ever going to get. And the Stanley Cup playoffs are always awesome and always deliver. And that came on Sunday night. Had everything you wanted. Uh, everyone was uh, out of control with with, with, with their hitting. Uh, there were there were multiple four-on-fours or a ton of goals. Even, even though there were nine goals in that game, actually the goaltending was pretty good. Uh, for Vasilevsky, uh, Bobrovsky, uh, at this point in his career, he's very random. Uh, I, I, I didn't think he played that poorly, but uh, look, when you're playing Tampa, you got to be near perfect, and he was not. Uh, I don't understand that move uh, at all. I, I understand. I well, I understand why it's happening. People are betting against Florida going down 0-2 at home, but Florida that, was, that seemed like as good of an offensive performance as the Panthers probably could have put together against the Lightning, and they still lost Game One. So. Uh, look, I bet Florida to, uh, to to win this series pre-flop uh, before game one. I bet uh, I have a bet on Florida to win the cup, but uh, I would only bet Tampa with it with that price all the way down there. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure you can go with the regular logic of a team's not going to go down 0-2 at home, uh, which again we see it all the time in the Stanley Cup playoffs where teams get in an 0-2 hole at home and then go win the road games, and then all of a sudden you get road sweet road so uh look i i would i would only bet tampa and i'm surprised it's moved as much as it has today 
Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you, too. I mean, the Tampa Bay Lightning, aside from the Golden Knights, were kind of my top team, you know, for me personally to bet to win the Cup. But, you know, they slid toward the second half of the season. Doesn't look like Bobrovsky is going to be in that. It's going to be Dredru, who's 2-0-1 against the Lightning, 91% save percentage. So that could also contribute to the movement. My guess, but I'm with you. If I was going to bet it, I like the price certainly better with the Lightning. So... I agree with you in that spot. Uh, talking about prices in this next one, though, Jeff, I mean, if you bet the Wild in the last game, you certainly were very content. And tonight they come back catching plus 144, EGK minus 167. This total at five and a half. I I'm trying to talk myself into betting the Golden Knights here, Jeff, but really Minnesota has always played them so well in the regular season. And then in that last game, I mean, you could argue Vegas outplayed them overall. Minnesota just took advantage of the overtime opportunity. I do have the strong lean with VGK, but again, that price is a little bit too steep. All right, so right back here on Rush Hour. Again, sorry for the technical difficulties. We're getting into that Wild and Vegas Golden Knights game. Vegas, the minus 167 favorite. Minnesota plus 144 on the buyback. So Marc-Andre Fleury taking the net for the Knights once again. Against Minnesota, I mean, he hasn't had his best performances. He's 3-3-0. and Throughout this season against the Wild, 2.41 goals against average and a 92% save percentage. Uh, overall, 26-10-0, 1.98 goals against average and a 93% save percentage uh, for Marc-Andre Fleury this season, along with six shutouts. Now, Cam Talbot actually hasn't been too bad against BGK. I mean, he's also 3-1-2, 3.33 goals against average and a 90% save percentage. Again, Vegas, in my opinion, outplaying the Wild in that first game outshot them 42 to 30. They won 41 faceoffs compared to Minnesota's 25. However, the Wild did out hit them 71 to 57. But more importantly, what it came down to was just that Minnesota able to take advantage of this great defensive game in overtime. And that's going to happen from time to time. And, you know, you did see some movement go in favor of Vegas originally, kind of got bought back down. And now you're seeing it slowly trickle on the side of Vegas once again. Minus 167, a little bit too steep for me to want to lay. You know, we're sweating out that 9-1 to ticket on Vegas to win the whole thing. I do think they bounce back tonight. That's the side I certainly would be playing with. Nothing that I did officially, but like yesterday with the Bruins where we had that strong lean, I certainly would put this at the top of my NHL betting card tonight and like the Golden Knights to bounce back and knock this series up at one apiece against the Minnesota Wild. Again, minus 167 is the price we're seeing. It's a tough lay. I don't trust it enough to do the win-in regulation or the puck line. So for me, if you're willing to lay it, that's the only direction I would go. And maybe take a little gander at the under. However, that's chalk to the under as well, minus 125 at Bet Rivers. But again, if you wanted to dabble in the total, that's a direction I would look toward as well. Now, let's kind of get a little bit away from the NHL, and let's get into some baseball tonight with a couple remaining games that I did want to touch on. And let's start with this matchup with the Yankees and the Rangers. Potentially a good opportunity here to take a relatively shorter price with the Yankees. Again, a team that we know is dealing with injuries. They're just minus 150 as a road favorite, which, you know, still seems a little bit chalky. But when you're the Yankees and you're going up against the Rangers, or are going to get plus 130. Might not be the worst angle. Eight and a half is where we're seeing this total, which is bumped down from nine and a half. Uh, the Rangers have been doing pretty well against righties the last two weeks with a 739 OPS, which is eighth best in the big league. I would look the Yankees here with Tyon on the mound. He's had a rough go, but he's got a 3.58 exit so far 
with the Yankees this season. A 5.40 ERA, but the numbers, in my opinion, that you're seeing as the general ones, not the true indicator of what you can expect out of him. So I think the Yankees could be a good bounce-back spot tonight. Not playing it, but would certainly look toward the Yankees as a minus-150 road favorite against the brutal Texas Rangers. And then another matchup that could be intriguing tonight, some sad and unfortunate news out of Los Angeles. Mike Trout looks like he is going to be out six to eight weeks. So make sure you keep that in mind, not only tonight, but for the future when you're betting this Angels team that has already been really tough to bet. Uh, the Angels have come down from minus 130 at the opener to a minus 120 favorite, Cleveland plus 104 on the buyback. This total opened eight and a half, down to seven and a half, minus 109 each way. Now, the Angels did beat the Indians last night 7-4. to four. However, this Cleveland team, uh, you know, you throw Plesak on the mound, who's been a solid pitcher, no doubt about that. 3.56 ERA with a 4.17 XFIP, more importantly, a .96 whip. So Plesak's been a solid guy to trust. But the Indians going against Haney, who's a southpaw, the Indians have a 650 OPS against lefties the last two weeks, 22nd worst. And the Angels, you look at them, I mean, they also have been doing well against righties the last two weeks, 22nd worst in OPS at 644. So the under getting some movement from 8.5 to 7.5 is certainly non-surprising to me, and that's the direction I would go. But the fact that you're getting it less than a run from what it was prior, I'm not going to play with the worst value. And really just in general, though, it could be a good spot here for the Angels in the sense that the Indians really this whole season have been brutal against lefties. 639 OPS. 27th worst in the big leagues. And Angels pretty successful against righties, 7th best all year, 732 OPS. It's tough to want to back the Angels at all. I've been trying to avoid it at any cost, and especially with the unfortunate news of Mike Trout. And Haney's numbers, while they do look good, he's still been a little bit more volatile than they indicate. He's got a 2.9 XFIP, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, it's kind of hard to trust him, too just this Angels team in general, but a small lean toward the Angels against the Indians just because of the inevitability for Cleveland to hit against lefties this year, and I think the same struggles will probably continue tonight. So look toward the under, even though you missed the best number, and also look toward the Angels against the Indians. All right, we talked about it earlier on the show, but the one best bet that I am writing is going to be occurring in that Wizards and Celtics game. I'm doing a head-to-head prop here. Marcus Smart, minus 120, score more versus Rui Hachimura, who's minus 107. Who is going to score more? I'm rolling with Hachimura here. Look, Smart's averaging just about 13 per game, 8.8 points per game the last five matchups. Hachimura overall in the season dropping 14 per contest and 15 points per game the last five games. Plus, first Boston, Hachimura we've seen drop 17 and 15. The most recent outing, he dropped two, but he only had five field goal attempts. A good matchup for Hachimura. Smart will be focused primarily on the defensive side of things, trying to limit Beal, trying to limit Westbrook. So look for Hachimura to score more than Marcus Smart, and you're getting a better price, minus 107, as opposed to laying the minus 20, the minus 120 with Marcus Smart. So rooting for our boy Hachimura tonight as the Wizards take on the Boston Celtics. As always, apologies for the technical difficulties. Thanks for sticking with us. And thanks to our guests tonight. Best of luck if you fail. We'll catch you tomorrow for another edition of Rush Hour right here on DCC Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.